And thank you so much for joining us again on the Luck Stops Here podcast. I'm your host, Scott Bowser. Oh, boy. We got a good one uh, where me and my buddy Colby Dant of the College Experience and the Sports Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He uh, he and I uh, knock him back pretty good. And I forget what we did on the regular show and what we did for the bonus Patreon show. But we recorded two shows and I kind of maybe blacked out somewhere in the middle of the second one. So who knows what's what? I'm not going to pretend I know it, but make sure you smash subscribe button and uh, leave us a five-star rating and give us a little review. And, hey, if you could help spread the word of mouth, that'd be great. You know, the more the merrier. Um, the show's growing nice, and it's because of people such as yourselves listening and helping us move along. I really appreciate it all, and here is my man, Colby Dant. With me is the college football gambling the whiskey rambling, the always scrambling, my man, Kobe Dant of the College Experience and Sports Gambling Podcast. Kobe, how you doing, buddy? Yo, how you doing, man? Yeah, that's right. I am the Fran Tarkenton of the uh, of the, the podcasting game. You know, I'm scrambling. <laughs> yeah, you have you have no arm strength and you can you can move around in the pocket. I feel like that's a very apt comparison. Um Dude. You got a Fran Tarkenton, man. I, I went down a rabbit hole in the past week. I was just watching like 20 minutes of, of Fran, probably probably 45 minutes of Fran Tarkenton highlights. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'll start out from the top. Better than Tom Brady. Better than Tom Brady, Fran Tarkenton. Okay. Now for the Patreon people on the video side, I just hit record on that now. So sorry. the Because uh, we're going to go late on this. So Patreon people are going to get extra content. So just know, know right now. You're missing out if you're not a Patreon subscriber. You're just you're just basically sitting around sucking your own dick. Like that's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But that, dude, I mean, I don't know how you feel on that. We can talk. We can go into whatever you whatever you want to start. I don't want to well, come in. I know dropping bombs. I want to start off. Had a special theme for this one because as your host of the College Experience uh, podcast, which one of my favorite ones, because you break down almost every single game on the planet. And you do the weekly show where you break down like the bit, the best games on the board. But then the ones you like, you'll sit there and do like many 12, 15 minute episodes. So I really love your feed where, man, I am responsible for a lot of downloads on there. Just myself, you know, like I love like just hearing like a, even if I'm not going to bet on the game or I don't even plan on watching it. I love hearing like a random like, you know, here, here's a fucking VMI versus fucking Dayton preview. It's like, oh yeah, give me mainline that into my veins, bro. Dude, I mean, all right. Well, first off, I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. And uh, and and you know, I'm I'm I I want to do more, man. I just need to get uh, like I, I want to get you know NC Nick involved, Patty C, and just uh, Dude, my I'm co-host. Available, man, I got set up, man. We could do some stuff, bro. I- all right. Well, and, and and you're a UCLA fan, so I feel like, man, maybe this next week. I know we got a big game on Saturday involving the Bruins, but uh, maybe this next week we can fire something away, or I don't know. Whatever teams you like, I know you've you've also thrown in there that you're a. Uh, I know you. You've hit me up. We've talked a little Cleveland State Viking basketball. They I, hit for me today. I am a big Cleveland State Viking fan this season. They have covered for me multiple times. I have hit a miracle. I they hit helped me hit a miracle parlay where I had the money line as a big dog. And they won on like a fucking crazy tip-in dunk at the buzzer. It was one of the coolest bets I've had in a long time. That was just a few weeks ago, man. I've already forgotten about that shit, though. 
<laughs> nine and one betting those guys uh hts this year as a lock uh and then uh and then you know i i saw joe lenardi now i think it changed from this week to last week but bracketology he had cleveland state as a 16 and i'm like sitting there like this team almost beat ohio like with like a minute like probably about a minute and 12 20 seconds left they were tied up with ohio state they ended up losing that game in columbus but just to give you an idea, they're talk. I've heard many people say Ohio State's on the verge of a one seed. So if Cleveland sixteen, watch out. I think I, honestly, Cleveland State, if they're a fifteen, dude, really watch out because they they're gonna fucking play that two seed tough, and they're gonna be getting like seventeen and a half points in that spot too. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna be a night, dude. It's gonna. I mean, sprinkle the money line there, but man, I'm hammering that Cleveland State fucking point spread first round, dude. Oh man, like I, my birthday, you know, is March 14th, so it's uh-huh. kind of the kickoff uh-huh. of March Madness, and like with like it's usually right there during conference tournament weekend. What a great time to have a birthday! You got that St. Patty's Day in March Madness, Jesus, well, just dude, bomb. It's, it's, it's brutal because I'm usually on like a fucking week long blur of alcoholism, just. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's like my birthday, the 14th, and there's always a f- couple of straggler friends that want to take me out for drinks like the day after or the day before, two days after, and then St. Patrick's Day, the 17th. But you know what I do on St. Patrick's Day now is I just get the corn, like like corned beef and cabbage going in the slow cooker. You know, nice. Like, I think I'm going to try shepherd's pie for the first time this year making that, you know. Do, do, man, just eat. Like, that's, you know, I'm just eating now more than just drowning in alcohol yeah well i mean as a fellow irishman that sounds good to me i mean i know we're not known around the world for our food no, but, but uh there's some good stuff there man Corporate yeah garbage really. is top notch, dude. I don't... I, I, look i'll always fuck with stew you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> stew beef stew is, is beef under stew. you're on the adam carolla beef stew team i, I have to you know what? when adam carolla said men don't eat beef stew anymore i was like Motherfucker, I've had beef stew like seven times in the last four months. Dude. I'll say beer. this. I, I got to find. I mean, look, I, I've never been the guy to make the beef stew, but I, I do. I do appreciate it. You know, you, know, you uh, need to get yourself, buddy. What's that? You need to get yourself an Instapot. I know, man. I've heard about those. And you're going to start living that 20 minute beef stew lifestyle. <laughs> I like how you can just set it and you, you like, come back in 12 hours. But knowing me, dude, no, I would no, forget. That's a crock pot, dude. Instapot, man. Instapot. What's the, the difference? Okay. Well, crock pot. Instapot's a pressure steam cooker. Crockpot's a slow cooker. Crockpot, yeah, you come back in 12 hours or whatever. Instapot, you do that in 20. You do that the same process in 20 minutes, man. It's like you're doing it in Willy Wonka's factory. You're just making beef stew in Willy Wonka's factory while a bunch of Maybe. midgets are fucking running around while a deadbeat grandpa <laughs> stealing fizzy lifting drink, dude. Uh, maybe I do need it to uh, to to get get this thing you speak of because I was thinking like the the slow cooker, which I would like. I just don't trust myself to remember what the slow cooker. I've had friends that have been like, dude, you got to get that, but I'm like. I would forget that I turned that thing on no, for like with the slow cooker, it will smell so good. And you'll be like, I can't wait to fucking eat this. Like once you walk in the door, well, perhaps, but dude, well, every time I record with, with Kramer and Sean, I, uh, I accidentally, I, I keep my phone in airplane mode or they, they told me to put my phone in airplane mode for Cause you don't want to get any static for the pod. And I like, then I go about my life for like three or four days. Should I be in, air- my iPhone in airplane mode to be more <laughs> 
<laughs> people are like calling me and like i have no fucking idea so i don't know i just i'm not good with technology that's what it comes down to well dude, and, and, dude kitchen appliances aren't fucking technology, that's technology. Shit. <laughs> a blender is technology blender is always a bitch to clean you know what i mean like okay. cleaning something's not technology that's called laziness dude <laughs> it all charts the, to technology for me man Look, it's think- all I think you can really lean into an Instapot because you can do things in tw- like you can make a full like nice soup or beef stew or you know some like a uh, dude. I want to try doing like a crab boil of mine. You do that shit in like five minutes. Bam. I mean, dude, you got you're getting me hungry over here. But I, I for me, I mean, technology is a motherfucker, dude. I even the clicker on my car to unlock the doors, like that battery went out years ago, and I just got to do it manually. And I have people in, in my car all the time, and I just got to go unlock the door manually people are like why don't you go get the battery and i go, I don't know how to work this fucking thing only thing i know how to work really is like an old school nintendo like i can take the most broken tecmo super bowl ask pat <laughs> with, the chip Dude, I was, float, with the chip floating around in it that you hear when you shake it you hear that like chip floating yeah. around there yeah i mean i was known like as the wolf you know how like vincent or, uh, harvey Keitel's character in pulp fiction in my neighborhood i was known as the wolf to make any nintendo game work so I don't know if I'm giving those, you know, those, uh, and it's not, it's not the blowjob, believe it or not. It's not the blowjob. I got, you're not just blowing got, dudes at the glory hole. You know, it's been a while since I've done a glory hole reference on the show. So if you've been keeping track, for listeners keeping track of my glory hole references, there you go. There's a throwback. There's a callback for you. I'm going to give you guys a secret. I know none of you guys probably fuck with Nintendo anymore. OG Nintendo. But you still play like super technical on OG Nintendo regularly, don't you? I do. I mean, me and Patty C have had a rivalry that goes back to to pretty much like 1989 Love and 90. That. That's the that's some de- degenerate shit here. We're gonna get into some real degenerate shit here in a minute. Dude. <laughs> well, dude, here's uh, here's the it, look. I know this is just. I'm just gonna throw this out to the universe. If it's not working for you, if the Tech Mobile or the RBI Baseball or whatever is not working for you, the secret is the freezer. For five minutes, put the game in the fucking freezer for five minutes. I shit you not. So and 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 I and I the and tip with rubbing alcohol. I've done that too. I've done that too. That works too. I mean, but I, I feel like the freezer underrated, man. I, I, and the fridge too. The fridge, I think, at times depending on how hot the game gets. But you know, people <laughs> people have seen me be a fucking maniac. I've had some some very uh, overheating. You're right. Yeah. I got That's method. Right. All different hey, types you're of saying me- you're not a technological genius where you can take a product from 1986 and still make it work. <laughs> Honestly, that's fucking impressive. I used to do a stand-up bit about uh, how the most impressive thing Doc Brown did scientifically in the Back to the Future franchise was take Marty's 1985 camcorder and plug it into a 1955 television set because how the fuck do you even adapt that to one of those old tube machines, dude? That I love it. 3,000 pounds, dude. Like... Like, dude, time travel, whatever, dude. Anybody can do a flux capacitor, but there's no, ra- there's not even a Radio Shack. You don't have an elect- local electronic store to go fucking plug this bad boy in at. At best, That's- you got a fucking Woolworths or a Sears, dude. Like, I, I never thought about that. That's a genius point, man. That's like in Home Alone, after the power goes out, how does he call for the pizza? Because the power's out. That's why his parents can't get a hold of him. Yeah, the phone line's out, but he's still calling for the Oh, no, 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 no. They 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 clarified in Home Alone. They said it was the international lines that got taken out because they were in France, and but the Bucket local John lines were still up. John Hughes saving the day. So they were trying to contact people locally 
that could call him, but they, they, you know, it didn't work out. All right, dude. <laughs> dude. Okay. So I got a hilarious uh, thing to tell you. And I, I, I know this is, we're going to fucking eat some time on this. So I want to get in on it now while we, the getting's good. Uh, my buddy, oh, good. my buddy, Mike, uh, you, as you know, I'm part of a UCLA fucking tailgate crew going back. Me, my brother, my buddy, Dave, my buddy, Boner, um, you know, that, Since what friends, days can we be McNown days or what? Yeah. I mean, I think we first met up at games back then, but we first all like really had season tickets and did the first year we all had season tickets and started tailgating right was 2001. Okay. So we okay. were going, we had the, the years before I would maybe buy one or two single game tickets in the years before that, or they, I, I think they got the year in 2000, they got the three game package, but we had, that's still Bob Toledo days. Is that yeah, Bob, Bob Toledo, Toledo days? days? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like me, me, my brother, Dave Boner, uh, Decker's now joined the crew our buddy Alfred as well. Um, and then Dave's dad, Martin. And like, we've been like the core group, at, like, oh, and our buddy Doug, uh, who we don't like to talk about that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so we've been going for a while. Well, and, and, that, but... We've always done degenerate gambling at the tailgates. Like before we even go into the game and we're not talking about, yeah, we're betting each other. Like we're betting our bookies and betting among, side bets amongst each other on different games on the card throughout the day. Not talking mm-hmm. about games at all. And we we started, I think, it was mostly basically like card games. We would do uh, like uh, $1 a pot, no antis or anything, uh, poker, dealer call it. And we would just go around. So if you want to do whatever, it's just whoever wins the hand takes the fucking dollar dollar each per pot. And that was fun uh-huh. for a while, right? Then we started getting real degenerate because, as you know, the Rose Bowl is in the uh, Arroyo Seco Canyon. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we started doing a bet, like especially in the evening games, of because we'd get there early. What time does the sun clear the hill? <laughs> I love it. I love it. By the way, well, How, what, what's your track record there? You, you think you're in the red, or you think you're you know you're I in think the? Bu- I'm in the red on it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like I'm usually because I'm usually like piss ass drunk by the time we start making some bets, and so. But betting on this, like betting on the earth turning around is what. So I did well, though, down the stretch the last couple seasons because I figured out well for a minute. And then I told my brother because I felt like it was unfair. But I feel because like we know the sunset time, but that's not the time the sun clears the hill. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Film production app that 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 fucking does that kind of shit. And I, really? and I paid like the three bucks to get it so I could fucking fleece these guys. Right. And and I did. It, I, I think I did like two of them against my buddy Dave just to fuck him because like, eh. and he doesn't listen to the show. My brother will love this part of it, you know. Like, but it's like, <laughs> it's my brother does. But like, dude, um, like, yeah, no, it's like, did that a couple times. And uh, but the sunset bets great. But the best bets we've ever done, the most degenerate shit at tailgates. Because I, I, I know you've been to a lot of tailgates all over the country. You've seen a lot of shit. But I want to tell you about the what we call the lanky bowl. The lanky pole, as in the like lanky, like the lanky bowl, as in a oh, bowl, as in okay. a football game. Gotcha, okay, gotcha. There's this family that we nicknamed the Lankies because it's a dad, a mom, a son, and a daughter, and they're all like at least five eleven, and the the males are like they look like an alien species. They're all like five eleven, six foot. Like, they're probably all six foot. And I'm thinking about it. Uh, dad and son are probably like six 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 seven or whatever. 
and they all weigh like 105 pounds soaking wet. Just the, and they're, these are they tall, holder? like, and they would play each other in two on two at tailgates for years and for years like we've been like 2000 like i said 2001 was the first year there was no tailgates in 2020 unfortunately but yeah we've been going into these tailgates together and i missed 2019 because i just moved to vegas and it was hard for me to make it out so i haven't been to one since 2018 but they'll text they'll text me updates man like the lanky bowl still happens and here's the beauty thing it's always like this like the son of the mom it was the son of the mom versus the dad and the dog like or the kids versus the parents, I think, for a while. But the dad, like, rigs every game. Well, wait, what do you mean, though? Like, when you say, like, so you're, 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 you're in the parking lot, right? The, the Rose Bowl, like, as you know, it's the, uh, like, grass, uh, like, park area that you park. Yeah. In. It's not like, like a, a parking lot. It's like a grass yeah. field. It's the best tailgating fucking place, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So are they, what are they playing, though? So are they the playing fire back- lane? They play, like, two-hand touch. Oh, okay. Two okay. Two, two hand touch, like kind of old. Dude, I would just be happy these days with with the fact I in California I hardly ever just see pickup football games anymore. It drives me crazy actually okay. because well, watching this family where the dad's constantly trying to stack the deck in his favor and deal from the bottom. <laughs> I love awesome. it. It's Good to him. but dude, they yeah. so, like they line up like so they play this two on two and like the teams change over the years. It's always dad versus son. And as the, we wa- we we've been watching this game develop for at least fifteen years or so, so we've seen the kids like age become adults, and like it's a whole thing. But we've been gambling on it almost the entire time since. Yeah, so, ha- so we've like tried to influence the like, hey kid, take a dive here. I'll make it worth your while. Like, I'll like, give you a Gatorade, kid. And, they, All right? and the family's fully aware that we're just drunk. Sitting there watching them, gambling on them. So do you guys set? This, this, you guys, this is a running theme for almost twenty years now, where we gamble on this weird, tall, lanky family playing two on two. But here's the best part, Colby. Here's the part that, and then I'll let you go off about this. But dude, the best part is when one of them scores a touchdown, the other two have to hold hands and create a fucking goalpost. And they oh, kick extra points. I love it. I fucking love it, man. That's amazing. I need to meet the Lankies. That's what I need to do is meet the fucking Lankies because, uh, well, first off, you guys set a line to this thing. So you see the team drafted and you no, say, no, like, no, we, we, here's, we, we, we usually show up and they're already playing. So we'll be like, all right, uh, we usually give the dad seven points because he cheats. <laughs> and we're hoping usually what you're hoping for is missed extra points dude <laughs> I, I, that, that's gold i gotta get in on that next time next time i want to i want in on the lanky bowl one in on a lanky bowl man i def let me know how to get involved i don't even care if i look i don't even care if i'm in like fucking florida all right this is the day of this is the day and age of technology despite whatever i i work with but uh, so you guys can film that thing for me. Uh, you FaceTime. You know what I mean? Come on. FaceTime you the Lanky Bowl or, or Lanky? start a Twitch stream on it. Exactly. Put that shit on Twitch. Well, because like, dude, like we play dice too. You know, we have dice games. We have card games. You know, we we fucking have done that for a while. But like the Lanky Bowl gambling, because like we don't see them. There's six home games a year, right? And, you know, uh-huh. we, and the way the parking is stacked, but like. If technically you're to walk around the fire lanes, you'll find the lanky bull every game. <laughs> I got to I got to tune in, man. Hey, look, I think they they open up 
I actually think they play a week zero game, but week one, they get LSU. I think week zero, they get like Hawaii or, or New Mexico state or something. But, uh, uh, that LSU game, perhaps next, we, next Rose Bowl game at full capacity, I will be at, and we will, f- and the Lankies will for sure be there, and and they're gonna be dusting off the rust since you know the COVID delay of the Lanky. The Lanky, I I like to think they're playing Mean Turkey Bowl games, dude. Like, oh, dude, I would love to just we just need to have a camera crew follow it's, them. It's hilarious to watch when the son started being able to beat the dad consistently as the dad started getting because like at this point now, man, I'm pretty sure, dude, like. Son's just dom. I, I, last few times I saw him, like he, son was dominating him. But it's like we saw, we started watching him when he was like eleven. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the growth, that's fantastic, man. Kudos to like I like them. Like I don't know who they are, but I, I like them. Would, I don't think you would like them because they're like a wine and cheese snob family that do this like really passive game. That's why we yeah. fucking sit there and gamble on it like assholes because it's fucking. It I makes them very I, uncomfortable. It makes them very very uncomfortable. <laughs> I love the fact that they're playing football, though. Maybe they're little bitches, but I don't know. Uh, the fact they're playing football, I mean, to me, that's a win. In, 20, in 2021, just okay, to okay. see I mean, I don't think on. we'll see if they do it in 2021. But all right, so my buddy Mike just – and, like, I want to pitch this to you as an idea for a potential uh, – you and I partnering up on a Twitch stream, all right? Okay. All right, and I, I don't know your thoughts on this, but my buddy Mike for the tailgate, new upgrade for Degenerate Gambling is he bought this, like, mini plastic pony track that we can run. Oh, like like the old school from the 60s? Yeah, no, but, like, not like one of the old, like, ones that they have in the casino. I'm talking a mini one that I can legitimately just fit on my fucking, probably on my laptop. <laughs> like, it's like... No, I've seen some that are, like, the size of a Monopoly board. Yeah, ba- right? it's basically like one of those, dude. So, it's a fantastic. I, my, I had one as a kid. I mean, my mom had one. Dude, I think that. How are we not doing a Twitch stream of us fucking doing races? I'm I'm in. I am in because that's satellite a t- wagering. We're like, I'm in. Hey, from the Vegas track, Scott Bowser. From the fucking Santa Monica track, Colby Dant. <laughs> from the Eagle Rock track, Sean Green. Like, <laughs> dude, but I feel like those things are now pricey now, right? They, they don't make those currently, do they? I feel like that's an antique. I found these sh- the, the shitty little one my buddy Mike bought that he's going with. Dude, we can get those for less than 20 bucks online right now. Dude, I went, then, I went. And then I found a full on Kentucky Derby replica where you can actually customize the horses and shape their fucking horse, their horseshoes to make them run better and actually create a little handicapping for it. Now, that one runs 50 bucks. Dude, that's amazing, though. I mean, are you looking it up right now? <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to see. That, I'm, like, I'm watching, I watched your eyes shift and the colors shift on the screen. I'm, we're doing this for on Zoom, obviously. And uh, I'm watching Colby, his face just light up with Googling mini <laughs> plastic horse tracks. Well, dude, uh, I, I just went down like a rabbit hole, like probably like right around Thanksgiving uh, on on old school games like that. OK, I'm going to I, I want to send you this link of this game that I was gifted. I know where I'm getting off top email uh, Bowser Scott at Gmail dot com. OK, I mean, look, like I'm all on board, by the way. Anybody I don't listening wants to email me personally. There it is. You can also email the show at the Luxops here podcast at gmail.com. By the way, just got a fantastic email from uh, listener Phil in Chicago. And uh, he agreed with me that Italian beefs in Chicago are better than Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. 
and uh, you know he he appreciated that. that. You know, he pre- uh, well, you got the jardinier. You know, you got all that. Like, there's a lot that you can. You got the ajou. There's a lot of work going with that. Um, but Phil told me I need to do an episode about degenerate golf gambling. And guess what? I I just booked Kramer today. Me and Kramer are going to do a degenerate Vegas golf gambling episode coming up, Phil. So that's coming for you, buddy. Thanks for emailing. Beautiful, beautiful. Check your email, dude. I just sent you one. Um, (laughs) I went down a rabbit hole. So I was gifted this game at like when I was about six or seven years old. Right. I, I, that's how fucked up my family. Did you and your brother have like the electric football game? We did, and we, and we had VCR football. Did, you, we, did one, you make that electric football game do anything other than turn into the Watts riots? <laughs> no, I would say, yeah, I, I, it, you couldn't really get anything going on that. I will say, though, that little hockey game they came out with, there was like oh, a little... Slide, like the slide hockey one? That Dude, was fucking crazy, That was man. dope. I knew a couple kids that had that. That was dope. That was like way ahead of its fucking time, dude. I felt like, like, dude, that I'd still play that right now if I had that. It's like it was like the size of like uh, I don't know, like a small table on the side of your couch or something. I but know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Like a it was, pizza bar. It's like, it's like yeah. the old, like, dude, because you had the uh, arcades had the bigger version it was like USSR versus USA. You're, mm-hmm. you're like that. That Great. one ruled. <laughs> and whatever kid took the USSR side, immediately you make you beat up, you know. Wasn't it great back then? Like, cause they would just have the, the it just out in the open, basically saying, like, dude, you gonna you want to be a you know you gonna be the commies? Or are you gonna be? I just feel like like yeah, the so world you're was only giving me two options. Me and my friend want to play each other. One of us has to be the commies, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. I mean, that is, dude. We played some like okay, like my mother's brother so my uncle gave us a bunch of games that were like war games from like the 1940s or 50s oh and dude, it, that's a badass dude, it was it was essentially like uh, as a kid dude now you i'm know, starting to get more insight into why you want everything to go back to 1972 <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah uh, it was you were raised on world war ii strategy board games Maybe i'm like dude, 40s are you fucking kidding me dude and someone had to play Hitler, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you everyone's getting a character here. So I mean someone has to play Hitler. You can't just punt that one. Like there's no way around it. You're so young you don't even realize. Oh, you know what I mean? That's you don't even propaganda. Really <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I'm saying I, I I played that man. I mean, we had some we had this you game with like Clue? marble. Uh, dude, have you played Clue recently? No. Dude, I bought Clue. I have a, you know, I, I, I was, expl- I had someone that had never played it. We should play Clue online. And we could probably do that. Everybody get a board. Everybody set the pieces dude, up at, on their own on Zoom. And then, you know, it, on our honor system, obviously, you know. As long as it's the retro version where you have like, oh, like OG yeah. cards of like Colonel. Yeah, Colonel. Dude, the, like cartoon characters. It's fucking horrible. It's oh, like dude. incredibly. <laughs> dude. I want. I actually, I kind of like to play something like Liberace Clue, where it's a bunch of dudes at a glory hole. And li- who killed Liberace? You got to be like, was it fucking Professor Sucks a lot or fucking <laughs> Colonel Cum? <laughs> now, now you, I think you got something going here. I think you got something going. See, I think that think, trying to think of the worst possible version of Clue is probably a better no, idea no, than no. they're coming up with. 
Yeah, exactly. I was about to say the worst that they're actually doing is what we currently have. Like the 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 I played. I, I'm telling you, I just bought one like in in uh, December or November, and like yeah, I'm sure all they have Pokemon Clue. I'm sure that's a thing. Who killed Pikachu? Probably have who, who, but all these I games. Pikachu, Pikachu with my dick in the conservatory. But but dude, like patriotism was like I, I feel like that's a, that was a strong play of of no like w- I remember watching like WWF in the eighties and like they were they didn't hide anything man they I mean they they probably went too far because they had like they had you know like Vir- Virgil as a black servant for a million dollar man like that was like okay I didn't that, that flew past me too as a kid I didn't even think one second about that but, uh, but you know why because you're from Virginia <laughs> yes. No. Uh, like, oh yeah, that's just one of them good old boys. <laughs> but dude, I mean, they had also uh, what's his name, uh, the Iron Sheik. I mean, they 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 Ricky the the Steamboat Dragon. Dude, I mean, no, he came- not only did they have the Iron Sheik, they had the fucking Bolsheviks. Where they, dude, they had fucking Nikolai Volkov and Boris Zukov. Like, yeah, I the mean, funniest, they, dude, the funniest thing on the planet was the Bolsheviks in 1992, after the fall of the Kremlin in the Soviet Union. Maybe the funniest, like, because they didn't know how to adapt that changing, quickly changing of a political land, global landscape into the storylines. Because they're like, nah, man, we wrote for these guys to do this storyline for the next three months. We're fucking sticking to it. <laughs> well, I just think it's better when you let everything go. You know what I mean? Like, look, I understand that's fucked up, but at the same time, I'd rather have something out there that's fucked up where you, you can still learn by that. Everything's safe. It just sucks, man. You know what I mean? I, I know you, 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 you're, you're with me on this. Like current, I don't watch current wrestling, oh, dude, obviously. Dude, I was just thinking about stand-up and how like just a Cat Williams special from 20 years ago is 10 times better than anything any stand-up's done in the last 10 years. <laughs> For sure. And that's For sure. 20 years ago. Like, dude. I mean, I remember when Dane Cook got popular in like 05, maybe some, dude, something around Dane that. Cook was at his peak. Cat Williams, I'm sorry, but I think Cat Williams might be the funniest guy. I was watching his fucking shit lately. And that special where he's wearing like the green velvet jacket and he's yeah. talking about Michael Jackson. Dude, that's the funniest. Dude. Like, he's fucking ass, dude. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> But dude, I, I've actually, you know, I, people, people were, were like, uh, you know, obviously they're. Like, I feel like a lot of guys' opinions are like Dane Cook was 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 garbage or something. And I'm like, he, dude, if you see some of his shit in the '90s, like guy was like on fire. I mean, guy, guy could was actually like good. Like, I mean, look, yeah, uh, I, I remember uh, there was a thing. Uh, I remember hearing about how like in the there's a San Francisco comedy contest in like the ni- mid '90s and the. Dane Cook beat Doug Stanhope in the finals. That, that that says everything. I mean, look, it's Stanhope's a genius, as as we know. Like, and and look, I, I got nothing against Dane Cook. To me, it was like whatever. I mean, just because I, I believe they're still friends to this day, like from that, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, I mean, but I'm telling you, man, I've seen, I saw some shit on him. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a special. I don't know if it was just recorded. On YouTube, I don't know, but I, I mean, I, back in the day, I saw it before. I think he even got famous. I saw it in like the the nineties, and he was fun. Do you think Dane Cook gambles? Got it. At some point, and maybe not now. You know he's not one of those guys that doesn't drink, and so it's like, dude, like, like, probably, dude, probably like, doesn't. Okay, 
there's like a few like i've talked about this with the brighton mike brightenstein where uh it's like <laughs> like guys that don't drink like he doesn't he drink, doesn't drink because he had to quit drinking you know there's that there's that not drink right i used yeah. to drink so much i no longer drink anymore but then there's the i've never drank in my life but i do a bunch of blow there's like that guy <laughs> i think i know a couple of those guys yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking about like yeah like that's a shady day dane cook seems like the like the i don't drink but i've done mad blow type dude <laughs> I could buy that. I could. I could completely buy that. I could totally see that. Especially. I mean, I don't know about it now though, because he's got to be what in his fifties. He's got to be in his fifties right like, now, right? Uh, dude, I'm forty-two. And yeah. He's at least fifteen years older than me. Yeah, I would. Be, I, if I had to guess right now, I'd be like fifty-four, fifty-five years old. No, I'm not and forty-two. I'm forty-one. I turn forty-two in five weeks. Yeah, there we go. There you go. I love how you forget your own fucking age. All right. Yeah, no, but I'm thinking because this episode comes out in like two weeks, so I'll be closer to 42 when this episode comes out. Or no, this okay. episode will come out next Thursday. This come episode comes out next week. We're recording this on a Friday night. I am very confused right now at my own uh, life. I was about to wish you happy and birthday. You know, then it's I was- like people don't want to hear us talk about Dane Cook. People want to hear. Uh, I'll say this, Dane Cook. I've heard. He's never had child pornography on his computer. <laughs> you heard that, huh? Yeah, see what I did there, Coley? Yeah, I, I like that. I didn't I like- accuse him of anything. I, uh-huh. I, I confirmed him doing something he was never accused of, which raises an eyebrow with a I lot like of that. people. See, that's how, that's how yeah. you do it. You got to zig when they zag, buddy. Dude, you get it, man. <laughs> like, uh, I love it though. I love it. But yeah, okay. So so look. Anyway, I was trying to make the point that it was cooler it, when when everything was let when, when everything was let go. You know what I mean? Like I, I like to me, you, you let everything out there. It's just better, man. The games were better. Anyway, I got gifted this game called Chugalug. I emailed you this right now. Chugalug. I was gifted this game at a very young age. And I happened to be looking online about this thing, and I saw this game has got value today. And I'm like, I, I don't know, I have no idea what's happened to it. But then I started, I went down like a rabbit hole of checking old, you know, board games that I grew up playing, and like, there's actually, they're actually expensive these days because they don't make them. Yeah, I mean, I think Candyland's still like made because that's a that's a that's a hit. All the all the old board games, toys, like we have a bunch of old. My niece still plays with me, my brothers, like original GI Joes from back in the day. Yeah, I mean, look, right we now, gave, my brother... We gave all that shit to my brother. Like my, so, like, if that shit holds up after their childhoods, my niece and nephew will be able to sell that shit for a tidy profit in 30 years. Exactly. Well, dude, but this is my this is my point exactly. Is like, uh, and this is old man, old man Colby rattling off shit, but I'm saying, uh, my, I talked to my brother the other day, and he, you know, they, they don't is have... Is or younger? I, I'm, the, I'm the youngest, but I, I have... Uh, this wasn't even NC Nick. This was my oldest brother. Okay, okay. Uh, I have multiple brothers. So, um, and he, him with with his with his son. He uh, th- they don't have GI Joe. They don't make it in this era because they think it's too it's too much, right? So, like as far as as the guns and everything. You know, GI so, Joe was a great cartoon growing up. Like you know, it's 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 funny looking back on the cartoons like growing up in the eighties, where it's like it's all these cartoons that were just basically half hour toy commercials. 
And then in the middle of those episodes, all they ran was toy commercials. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but, but dude, like you're watching this, but have you seen this? And guess what? They also got a new show coming out. <laughs> well, let's be honest. As kids of that era, I'm sure I was completely sold on uh, mom. I need to get this thing. I need to get this toy. But dude, GI Joe. So he's like showing them. That I guess they're on YouTube or wherever. Uh, or if he went and bought them on VHS, I have no idea. But he's been—that's what this kid watches. And I was like, dude, that's a good father. He's doing these. But I can't believe you can't like they wouldn't make that today. Isn't that unfucking believable? They still make GI Joe. Like they, all, they still make GI Joes. I've seen. Are them. you sure? Dude, you told. I was gonna buy some of the newer ones for my niece because I was like, I was like looking at them. I was like, oh, these are pretty cool. But then I was like, oh, I should just buy these for myself. And then I didn't buy them at all because I realized it's a conflict of interest. The last time they did a G.I. Joe, well, first off, they made that horrible movie in the, the mid-2000s. Yeah, uh, you know what? I got a real problem with that movie because they made them all regular fucking just, it was a basic-ass fucking dumbass war movie or battle <laughs> movie. Dude, the whole I, point I, of G.I. Joe is you got to have, like, shipwreck with the parrot on his shoulder. You got to have fucking, you know, you have to do with the dog. You got to have, like, yeah. you got to have fucking, like. Well, well, I never even watched the movie, dude. Like the, the preview all had very specific personalities and backstories. The preview told me everything. By the way, dude, they haven't done a, a G.I. Joe cartoon since 1992, according I to Wikipedia. All the cards off my the packages that they came with where he had the little like info thing. And I had them filed in like a file like I was a fucking like G.I. Joe civil servant. <laughs> dude it was such a great show man i mean look but they haven't made one since 92 that's my point they, i don't I had think they a make Cobra it file i had a gi joe file i had files on everybody dude i was like a young f like fucking cia dude, dude. I, like man i was working outside the box the government wasn't fucking monitoring my joe fucking mo- me monitoring the joes it was me on my own dude <laughs> dude i'm telling you they don't make this shit anymore I, i'm searching right now they don't make it anymore that's what I'm saying. We're fucked. I'll We're go, all fucked. Give me an hour. I'll go fucking get you 10 G.I. Joe's right now. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> what are you going to go? The thrift brother, store? My brother. My brother. <laughs> I'll go to my brother in Orange County, which is far more than 10 minutes away. But, but anyway, man, uh, my point is, is that the shit sucks. But anyway, like, what else do you want to talk about? We don't have to dive into old. I could just sit here and rant about how shitty everything is. Everything for a is long... now. Hey, but here's the thing is. Remember how shitty porn access used to be when you were a kid? That's true. That's true. Very true. You know, like, hey, shout out to the 13-year-olds out there right now (laughs) listening to the show. If you're you're a 13-year-old or you're a teenager listening to the show, and uh, I got to say, man, you guys have it so easy. And I know you've heard this before, but, like, legit, you've never had to hide porn in, like, the ivy at a playground. Where you and your friends would occasionally go by and check it out. Dude, how have they not done a Leisure Suit Larry porn? A Leisure Suit Larry? I think they have, Never to, have, they have to have. Someone's done it. I'm, I'm actually searching Dude, to get out. Think, uh, think of something right now, and they've already made 10 porns about it. I think you're right, actually. I'm seeing something right now on Pornhub.com. Of course you have. Hey, you know, I've been in poor, four porno films, dude. What? Yeah, I've, been, I've done non-sex work and four porns. Uh, 
Do you want to go? You want to go through my porn career? You want to do that? Hundred percent, man. What do you got? What was your? I've never gone through my porn career here on the show. Okay, so uh, you know Jake Weissman, uh, yeah, comedian, uh, star, and creator, producer of uh, Corporate on Comedy Central. Well, he knew. He knew I was. Me and Decker were both looking for work, and he's like, "Hey, well, this is recently." Then, oh, this was like. Uh, 2009 2010 maybe ah, i knew you then okay so it's while i knew you yeah, okay since, since you've known me yeah 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 we went well like 2008 i want to say yeah i would say somewhere around there 2006 to 8 somewhere in there yeah, yeah. so dude um dude, to me and decker um go decker's to, in with you yeah yeah and like we, it's like i think we got paid like 40 50 bucks to be extras in a fucking porn, it was I think called Joanna's Angels Three, if I'm not mistaken, by Joanna Angel and her production company, and uh, legendary abuser James Dean. Technically, Joanna was directing, but James like took over, and he was fucking crazy and yelling. And me and Decker kept making because they had a fucking like veggie tray and a subway sandwich platter that they fed us with. And fucking me and Decker come saying like, dude, don't eat the ranch dressing, bro. <laughs> like, dude, like, dude, only, I, I, only eat condiments out of packets. <laughs> I'm seeing this right now that it's out there in the world. Okay. Uh, I, so me yeah. and Decker went there to be extras and we showed up. Uh, we were basically supposed to be guys shopping in a fake it was a set that they made to be a porn shop store. And we were guys shopping for porn in a porn store on the thing. And, dude, Decker, like, they made me stand in the corner where you only see my back the whole time. They did a full-on facial close-up on Decker. Like, Justin Decker, by the way, if you want to look him up, he's my friend. <laughs> I love I love it, man. I Yeah, everyone, give right. Justin Decker. So that was the second, the first one I did. The second one was... Uh, Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it was an apocalyptic-themed porn. And then here's the thing is that first one I did, I met a couple of the dudes, like Brian Street Team and Dan Riley, who I became friends with. And it turns out Dan went to college with Cornell. Oh, man. And this so is Cornell Reese. So, dude, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm in the porn loop. So to speak. Yeah, I was about to say. So now you, that's how you got all your other credits. You just yeah, hit them up. Right. And well, so dude, check out who, what my other credits are because you're gonna fucking love how this story <laughs> develops, and you'll see why my fourth credit was my final credit. Like, so uh, the second time it was, uh, I went. I was an extra again. And how much did your did like your? I think it was like fifty bucks. Every time. Yeah, and it only took okay. like. And it was never more than like I think the first time it was a like kind of a longer day, but like maybe like like a ten, I, I think it was kind of a longer day. Do they have craft services, or do you just got to figure that out? No, on your no, own? they do have craft services. Like like I said, they, the first one they had a veggie platter and like some snack, a bunch of snacks and stuff, and then they brought in a bunch of subway, like a whole subway like uh, catering spread. Nice, nice. Dropping that fifty bucks, getting that six foot sandwich. And like right? honestly, I can't, I, I can't remember the others. I, I remember that the food on that one specifically because me and Decker kept joking about only e condiments out of packets. Like, <laughs> but like, like, dude. Okay, so the second one was, it was in downtown, 
and this is the first time where me and Cornell ended up doing a show at the studio in downtown where this was shot. We did a yeah, one-off did. show there with like Brendan Walsh and Henry Phillips. I think I, it was great. Uh, anyway, so I was a zombie. It was the show was based on like people that wore affliction shirts that drink energy drinks. Like the, it was a porn that like that did that became zombies that chase more energy drinks and it chased into a giant orgy at the end. And I was one of the extra zombies that chased them in. But here's the thing is they had a storm into the white house for some reason they had a set of the oval office. So I started in the oval office and they, <laughs> I looked so creepy as they're about to get it on at the end. They did multiple world. takes of me staring at them as they're right about to fucking get like, you know, and then like, uh, the second I left, they start banging and whatnot. Dude, dude, you know Stallone got to start in like a porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the third one, now this is the first time I get a speaking role. <laughs> I'm working my way up. And honestly, I thought I was going to get nominated for a non-sex, non-sex uh, porn award because they give those out. I uh -huh. didn't because I didn't realize it's a whole like thing where like it's the guys like it's they, they don't just watch them all and go, oh, no, that was one, a very good performance. It's like. You know, it's uh, bought and paid for by people that do these yeah. non-sex roles all the time. Anyway, <laughs> so my buddy Dan was producing the Taxi Driver Triple X, where they were trying to do a porn remake of the Martin Scorsese classic Taxi Driver. I like it. I like where this is going. One of the producers also produced, uh, the late, uh, passed away a few years ago, the late, uh, I believe, I can't remember his name, dude. I don't want to fucking ruin it. Howard Levine. Oh, okay. he also was a producer on Sons of Anarchy. He was a legit producer, and when he he was like, "I want to, I want to see a fucking porn remake of Taxi Driver," I'm gonna fuck it. And like, so they made like a really artistic porn, and they really wanted a comic to play the fucking uh, Albert Brooks role, the, the yeah. campaign worker. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I I played that campaign worker role, and. Remember your line? I mean, did you have just one line? No, no, I did a whole scene. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! Like, uh, and dude, turns out Pornhub doesn't do the fucking non-sex stuff. I can't. Yeah, what's I mean, up? You can't look up my scenes anywhere. It sucks. Like, well, that, that... and honestly, I've had a couple friends tell uh, uh, the Dan and Brian who've seen my actual like legit acting work that I've done. Uh, they're like, dude, that might be your best performance, and it's hilarious. It's in a fucking porno. So well, dude, you got like the it's not we are the people. It's we are the people. No, no, <laughs> there is a difference. Like it's me doing that part. All right. Dude, well, well, I mean, I, I think it's probably you got it's it, There's still stores, man. I was in Sean, Oklahoma. No, by this point, um, it was a, a video store, a, a porn video store. So that shit might still be floating around. floating around. Yeah. We, if any listener can find a copy of taxi driver triple x and dude i will we'll, work, we'll negotiate if i i will pay you good money for my real footage from that i'll uh, send i'll, I'll put a college experience t-shirt on that and not only that i worked with a fucking very hot young porn actress who was like 19 and i was like oh man because i'm like in my still in my 30s it was kind of gross but like all right, so the fourth one I did. This is where it gets really funny. Uh, they decided to make a... Because this is when roasts start getting real popular. Okay. 
So it was a roast battle turned into a porn? Porno. Like, uh, where a guy has a roast and he gets made fun of so much, they all bang him out. Yeah, I mean, that's a great premise. I like it. I like so, it. So the guy getting banged in this roast is a friend of mine, uh, Brian Street Team, mentioned it before. And, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, dude, so like they're like, He's like, hey, man, you're like one of my favorite comics. I, I personally requested me. He knows a few comics per, and he does stand up now. But like, he, and he, but he was like, dude, personally requested me to come do this. So like I wrote some jokes. I wrote I was writing jokes for it. And like for me, in my voice, you know how I would do a roast kind of thing yeah. in this situation. And I know it's like a movie set roast. So it's like, like but like I wasn't going to pull punches. Cause I was like, oh, they went gross and disgusting. And. Our, our good friend Alex Mathrobian, my co-writer on uh, and co-producer on our album, The Misadventures of Frequency 4, he and I got together and wrote some jokes, and we decided to start doing, like, because there had just been a big AIDS outbreak in the porn community. So we were like, oh, dude, let's do some, like, disease-type jokes. Like, that's funny, because, of, <laughs> of course, that's what we thought. I love Alex. That's my I, guy. I love Alex. He was on episode two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're episode I, twenty, dude. There's a connection. See? Oh, there we go, man. I I remember Alex. Uh, uh, we took a we took a long ride to San Diego one time to just completely shit and perform in front of oh, like man. three people. Alex is great, dude. One of my favorites. That's, that's um, my guy. Dude, check this out. So, anyway, I'm uh, sorry. Like 15, 10 minutes before we start shooting this rose part. First off, when I show up to the rose portal, they're shooting a whole fuck scene against the chain link fence that I'm walking up to. So I'm watching that happen. And I, and I got to watch like all this naked shit and all this stuff. And I, any, anyway, I, I, if I can see Alex or no, I didn't see, uh, like it's like 10 minutes and like, they're like, all right, we're going to start soon. And I have my notebooks ready. I'm like, all right, I got these jokes. I'm like, I know I'm only going to use a handful, but I have a bunch written. And you know, that's how it goes. Like, on, that's uh-huh. why, here's an instant. Uh, how to make the sausage moment on on the show where if you're doing a roast and you're only going to do like let's say seven jokes you yeah. should write like fucking 150 yeah because yeah. You, and, and, tr- and intentionally try and write the dumbest 150 yeah accidentally write seven good ones while doing that and that's the <laughs> way i always look at it right so i have all these jokes and right before we're about to start they're just like Hey, can you write jokes for everybody else too? You're a comedian. No shit. So you got yeah, and you basically oh, wrote I, the whole. I, and I was like, I, are you sure? Like, I mean, you guys didn't write jokes for yourself. Like, first off, you're high, you're not paying me to be a writer on this. Am I getting points on this? Am I getting fucking points? Yeah, yeah. you're not paying me to be a writer on this, and <laughs> I'm only paying to like come up and do some jokes that I came up with. And even then, I should probably be getting a writing piece, right? But like I was like, you really want like I'm all, I like joke writing is one of those things that takes me a while. Like I, like it usually is like yeah I'll sit down in sessions and chunks, but like if I'm really gonna yeah. flesh out a bunch of jokes for people like that, it's gonna take me a few days, dude. At least like especially maybe, with maybe if I, you give me a bag of blow and I get to do it overnight, I got it. <laughs> but dude, that's maybe like the only way I'm getting that done. And I was like, you guys want me to write, like, jokes for, like, all five of you or whatever in the next 10, 15 minutes? Okay, I'll give it a shot. I picked up a fucking legal pad, and I started scribbling a bunch of, like, 
this is gonna be a good callback for you here because it's just like a bunch of like i was just doing like i had been watching a lot of world war ii documentaries so it's like <laughs> a bunch of like jokes Seven hitler jokes dude it was like no not so much hitler jokes but like Oh, I haven't seen a pussy bummed out like that since fucking like Himmler's bunker in fucking forty fucking four or whatever. Like, dude, like just like they're <laughs> just like, what the fuck is going on here? I haven't seen something this fucking dry and maimed since fucking North Africa, fucking in Rommel <laughs> in fucking forty two, dude. Like, just the worst, worst fucking like World War Two jokes about pussies and dicks. I, I like it. Think of. And honestly, it's great. I, I've been because I told this story on the Andrew DeWitt show years a few years ago, and like Andrew was like, "Dude, you gotta find that notebook." I've been looking for that notebook. I have that notebook somewhere, somewhere. One day in one of my moves, I'm gonna That's randomly find the fucking yeah. notebook of all my World War II porn jokes that didn't <laughs> make. And they were like, "No, you know, we'll fucking figure out our own jokes." And their jokes sucked. And then I went up on the shoot where they shot me. I mean, it's. It's not like doing, you know, when you're doing a comedy show. Hydrogen bomb jokes, right? Okay, well, like, dude, you've done stand-up. Have you ever done stand-up on a movie set? Uh, no, but I did. I dude, one of the. I mean, this wasn't a movie set, but I think it's it's similar. Was like I I did a cable access, like basically David Letterman of like cable, and they pull the curtain. You just got to deliver. But it's not, dude. But see, a movie set is where you show like, hey, even that joke they hated. If I did it, now they got to get different coverage of it. Oh, so you gotta do, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah. it's not just like, it, it's not bombing once and getting out of the way. It's, you do it 10 times. I'm doing it a couple times. Dude. Yeah. It's, That's it's me just fucking eating shit over and over and over again for a while. And then some <laughs> of the jokes are funny and ha- like it made them laugh, but like, the one I did about fucking like, and they for sure told me don't do that one in the reshoots. So I cut like the disease pussy one out or whatever. Like, <laughs> I love how, I love how they're censoring you in a fucking porn. Yeah, I've been censored in a goddamn porn. But dude, so on, but, on the taxi driver set, I was uh-huh. I was drinking a lot. Like on the set, one of the dudes there I was like, "Hey, do you think you might have a drinking problem?" And I was <laughs> like, "Dude, like I was like, I had already, I had already porn- shot." Well, I'd already shot my stuff, but I had to stick around for hours because they needed me for background for one thing through a window as the sun came up in the morning. Oh, because continuity is so important in a fucking so porn, porn, right? Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I sat there and drank while that was all happening. Because, like, you might have a problem. I remember I told Henry Phillips this story on my old podcast, Scotty Mills, and Henry was like, dude, that's hilarious when you're on a porn set and someone says, hey, do you think you might have a problem? <laughs> Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Like how low are what's your lowest of lows? Oh, <laughs> Dude, uh let me ask you this. I'm sure you have a thousand answers that we can rattle off here. Okay, and I know okay. it's uh I'm thinking we wrap up the free version of the show right now and continue this portion on the Patreon. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it then, man. So uh, Colby, do you have anything you want to plug to my uh, people across the podcast spectrum right now? 
Uh, you'll check out the College Experience podcast on on uh, on on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts. We talk. I mean, if you like college football and college basketball, we cover it. I think as good as any. And also check out the Sports Gambling podcast for any sport. Uh, we we cover all that stuff. So I, you know, I would love to be your college baseball correspondent. I'm a big college baseball fan. I follow that. We, I follow I prospects. That I follow all the guys that didn't go to the fucking. Like all the guys that got drafted in the thirteenth round and decided to go to college instead, I like to keep a track on that. I think we can have some fun doing some stuff. Dude, what they still haven't released the schedule for this year? What the fuck? I guess because there's not. I don't know, dude. And like college baseball is great, dude. I had a, but it starts in like. Dude, they should have a schedule now. I, I I partied with the Cal State Fullerton guys back in the day, man, and they were a good team, dude. It was fun. They're always good. They're always, always good. Always good. Yep. Yeah. My brother used to go to their camp when we were growing up. No shit. Yeah. yeah, they're they're always one of the better programs. I feel like I mean you you know that, but uh, but yeah. So uh, check out check out those podcasts. And maybe maybe me and Bowser will start hitting up probably when the when the 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 World Series comes around. You know what I mean? Yeah, World Series, that's my shit right there, dude. You know what I really love, man? My real DGen shit on that women's World Series softball, oh. dude. Because you only need one pitcher because they can go every day. One of my one of my best friends in high school, she was a, a like one of the, if not number one, it was number one, two or three recruit in the nation in softball. And she went to Tennessee. I mean, this girl, she could throw, she, she's pitching. Good luck getting a hit. You know what I mean? Like that's how nasty dude. She had a machine in her basement. I couldn't hit shit. I mean, I'm not, not claiming to be, I, if anything, I was always a shitty hitter in baseball. The, the super phenom girl, Jenny, what's her name? Oh man, I don't she start me lying. Bonds. I know who you're talking. La Mirada High School, which was a town over from where we grew up in Whittier, and they were kind of one of our rival schools. Anyway, everyone that's from La Mirada has AIDS. Uh, we decided that back in the nineties. Uh, <laughs> everyone, we're still thriving though. All right, all right. So that's it for the free portion of the show. Uh, if you want to hear more, if you want to hear me and Colby go into this more degen shit, he's like, I'm going to go deep into the why people from La Mirada have AIDS story. I'm going to leave you on a real cliffhanger here. So <laughs> you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash pod. Follow Colby at the Colby D on Thank you, Twitter. Bro. Um, and check out the college experience. Like, if you like, if you're a degenerate college sports gambler like I am, man, this is my favorite show. I love listening to it. It's the best. We are signing off from here, but Patreon motherfuckers, this is where the, the real magic starts. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Colby. Although he and I you know, tend to needle each other quite a bit at times, uh, we are very good friends, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I love busting his balls. He's really a class act. Make sure you uh, check out the college experience. Uh, he literally, him and his brother and their friend Pat, like they are giving away money over there. It's pretty kind of amazing how how good they are at picking college football and basketball games. Uh, also, you know, make sure you go over and subs- and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LuxSopsPod. And if you want to hear more with me and Colby, where we really get rip roar drunk and get into it with each other about the Washington football team name controversy. Uh, then you're going to need to go to patreon.com slash LuxSopsPod. That's right, patreon.com slash LuxSopsPod. If you can can afford to contribute to that and be a member, it it means the world to the show, and I can keep making upgrades, which are coming soon. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye.